On this episode of A Soul's Quest podcast, Omar and I are going to be discussing why viewing our lives as a quest brings a new zest. Stay tuned. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Excited. It's our first actual episode of season two. Yeah. So this is exciting. Yeah. Oh, you're ready. Well, I mean, you know, it's it's you know, you you script things out. You know, you you have your cheat sheets. You know, you got your your talking points. But it's good. It's good. It's going to be good. It's yeah. good information. I think this is a good place to start for season two, just to bring people back to what it is that we're doing, mm-hmm. what we're talking about, what we want to sort of. I mean, we talked about it on our intro. We you know what yeah, we want to yeah. see in season two. So this is sort of just kind of paving the way. Mm-hmm. So. Want to get into? Yeah, it? I feel like like I feel like season two is going to be um, a more succinct. Well, at least I hope because I am more, I'm a, I'm a wordy person. Yeah, but I'm here to help you. Yeah, I'm your. I've been I've been told that I talk too much, <laughs> but <laughs> not by me. <laughs> but I, I do I do have to. Uh, you tend to be. You know what I would say? This is. Let me fix this for you. Mm-hmm. You're very passionate. So to yes, those people yeah. who say you talk too much, whatever, you're passionate and you mm-hmm. have you you share from your heart. Yeah. And I think that that comes across in words because what else are you supposed to do? Hug and, you know, get all crazy with people. Exactly. Comes across in words and people who appreciate it. I do. Understand. I, if, and I, if, if I take that that statement, you know, um, and I, I and I didn't know any better. Right, it will be hurtful, and it was hurtful when I was told that. Yeah. Um, but I do, I do need to work on being more succinct in right. in, in the. So that's going to be your focus for season two. Staying yes, succinct. yeah, and it's like you got like creative freedom to kind of like say to me, uh, "You get back on the road." I just want to make sure you all heard that and saw that. If not, I'm either serious. Both. I have the liberty, the permission. What did you say? Yes, you have. You have to go ahead and say, "All right." Chop, yeah. chop. Sorry, hit the microphone. Yeah. Chop, chop. Okay, enough. Yeah. Done. Okay. Wrap right. it up, B. Right, wrap it. You know what I'm going to do? That's exactly what I'm going to do. Wrap it up, B. <laughs> yeah, wrap it up, right. B. Okay, so All let's right. get into go ahead, it. Okay? Go ahead, go ahead. All right. So basically how we're going to run this episode is I'm just going to ask you sort of a variety of questions All and right. then I just kind of want you to answer and I'm going to But you're going to help me answer them too, of aren't you? Of course. I have okay. some things that I want to say too, right, so cool, don't cool. don't take it all for yourself. This yeah, okay. for you and me. Sweet. All right? Okay. So Question number one, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I think we asked this in our very first in episode or in season one, we talked about a quest, but mm-hmm. let's start with that. What is a quest? That's yeah. a, that's a, that's a really good question, right? Looking so, at the frog. No, I was, I was looking at the froggy at, who has no name. No, actually I was looking at, at a book. Oh, I was okay. looking at a book that I have right here, which, which I'm going to talk about, help to answer. Right. Okay. Go ahead. So let's talk about first. What is a quest? What is a quest? Right. Mm-hmm. A quest is the idea of searching for the unknown, okay. right? Any his any story that 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 is of any value, right? It's always looking for for the unknown. Um, uh, the 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 death of Arthur, right? King Arthur, mm-hmm. and the rights of the knights. Now, uh, uh, the rounds of the knights of the Round Table. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the whole quest for the Holy Grail. That's something that is unknown. And there, and that quest is to really find the things that are inside of you, you know, the things that are innate 
and dormant inside of you. So one of the cool things that I love about that story is the fact that um, in their quest, you cannot follow somebody else's path. Like it has to be like your path. Mm-hmm. One and that you carved out. One, one that you carved out for yourself. Because right. again, uniquely you are a manifestation of the universe. Again, I use the Carl Sagan a line, we are a way for the universe to know ourselves. So the quest symbolizes in the physical sense in what we do in our in our lives, that quest to transition through life and discover things about ourselves internally. Um, and I'm going to be use, hesitant to use different words like spiritually or psychologically, but these are things that we discover within ourselves. Consequently, by doing that, we are also bringing that out into the world, you know? Every time when I think about a quest, I think about, and which is one of my favorite books, I think about The Alchemist. Yes. Because what he was doing was he set out on this journey to find like this treasure, right? Uh-huh. And along the way, he encounters all of these um, varying situations that exactly. he didn't expect. Mm-hmm. And he had to overcome them to get to that place where he found love, mm-hmm. right? And so there's this thing on Google and I, I have to cheat cause I don't know it by heart, yeah. but I Googled it. I don't know who said it, but basically it's that he, along the way he learns to listen to his heart and more un- importantly realizes that his dreams or his personal legend mm-hmm. are not just his, but part of the soul of the universe. Precisely. Which is exactly what you're saying, which yes. I thought is beautiful. I needed to say that then yeah. because I love the alchemist and it's mm-hmm. something that is more for the people who are not as philosophical and, and not um, into mythology and, mm-hmm. and things like that for them to understand. But, but I'm going to disagree with that statement. Okay. Right. And the reason why I disagree with that statement is because innately, right. We have arrived at this point mm-hmm. in, in, in the history of humankind through stories mm-hmm. there's if you uh, uh, if you look at stories and the stories how they've been passed down constantly we've take those stories right some of us accept it as ultimate truth some of us like scientists right let's say you are curious about it wait a minute let me find out if this is true and we either validate or discard those stories right the Alchemist is a perfect example, and it's a great story. I mean, Paulo, uh, uh, Paulo Coelho did like it's it's one of my favorite books by far. And I remember reading that book in one night, mm. like one night. I remember just reading that book in one night. I think it took me like two weeks. <laughs> yeah, it, I was I was like so engrossed in it because it encompassed the idea of the of of the the mythical. You know, alchemy, which is somewhat of a, you know, it's, it's alchemy is like the birth of science, mm-hmm. so to speak. And, and, and again, science stems from that, that, that spiritual quest of understanding the, the elements of the universe and, and combining those elements to create something, which is in turn what needs to happen in, inside of you. You know, the, the, the projection is this, the, the, what happens your experiences, your 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 you, the, the the situations that you faced in life, it's like taking those all those chemicals in the alchemy, all those materials, that raw material, molding it and shaping it into creating something other than what it was, mm-hmm. and that's what the quest is. 
You know, it's it's experiencing these things in your life in the here and now, mixing and manifesting and, and making something new that brings about another form of life. Okay, and so that leads me into my next question. Why do we need to do that? Why should we do that? Why should we do that? So the problem I think that we're facing right now, it's kind of like the pick that I was looking back because the book is like right behind me and is Carl, Carl Jung and the Undiscovered Self, right? Mm -hmm. And one of the things that Carl Jung and the Undiscovered Self really talks about is the problem that we're facing right now. We are in a very advanced modern progressive society but our society has completely devalued the internal aspect of life and it's really focusing primarily on the the physical and and the mental and what i mean by that is it's is particularly the 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 the, the example of a science that's really run amok and it's making and it's taking the value out of life is the science of probability mm -hmm. right uh, he talks about statistics and and how statistics really is minimizing what the potential of a human being is because everything is data quantified and everything is is measured in a sense of what is what is valued and what is not valued you know and we've done that throughout history to very very really bad we really, really bad results, you know. Um, you, 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 you see what happens uh, when the Western mind is run wild and no longer has a, I wouldn't say a God figure, but that spiritual, that 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 internal recognition that we live in two realms, right? We live in the physical, but we also live. In something that combines nature itself, you know, this is something that 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 ancient ancient prim what is called prim what they what they're called primitive cultures, where they really were really really advanced, mm -hmm. you know, understood that there is a balance between man and nature, mm -hmm. and that man is not separate separate from nature, nature but a part of it, mm -hmm. you know, which is what even Joseph Campbell talks. Joseph about. Campbell talks mm -hmm. about it, and what he does is that he looks at he looks at all these mythologies, but it is the realization mm -hmm. that that you are part of the whole. Mm -hmm. We right now are not that anymore. Okay. You know, so, every, okay. everything is just based on, on numbers. Yeah. Everything is based on, on, on the data. Does the data says this, does the data says that, you know, we are, we are in the, we are in a, in a, in a swing of, of just my life doesn't mean anything unless I could measure it and quantify it. Mm -hmm. If it's not quantifiable, it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't need to be around. Okay. So then what to lead into the next question that I uh -huh. have is what because you're kind of answering it right now by because you're talking about that what prevents us from going or you know embarking on our quest and um or living life as a quest. Uh -huh. Is it what you're talking about the the numbers and things like that? I think we live in a society that is very very focused on materialism. Yes, I think it's and a societal thing. Yeah, it's a, it's but it, but but it, again, it's a societal thing, but it is also an individual. It's thing. a personal thing. It's absolutely, a personal thing because right? we make that choice. We make those choices, yeah. right? Yeah. And we make those choices to either 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 to live simply mm -hmm. or to be somebody, right? In terms of I have status, I have. 
I have this, I have that, I have all this stuff, right? Um, and you and you see the 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 balance of that shifting. You know, you can't you could you. It's it's not enough anymore just to be to live a regular quote unquote spiritual life. Mm -hmm. That's not enough. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't push our kids to get the most out of what they can. You know, to live in life, we don't really focus on a family. Uh, on that, on that, on the nucleus of the family, as much as we did in the past, mm -hmm. you know, w communities are not really communities. They are, there are ways and means to maximize profit. Mm -hmm. You know, even communities that are, that are traditional communities. It's all about how do I maximize profits and how do I, how do I get a competitive advantage over the next person? And we're in this hamster wheel constantly and 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 all the time all the time mm -hmm. but consequently you could see breaking at the seams you know i mean recently here we experienced two young people two young professionals that worked the entire life to get to that status just commit suicide yeah you know yeah. and 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 the, and the suicide are 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 are, are skyrocketing the the level of hate and separation are skyrocketing the the i'm this and you're that and the tribalism of things skyrocketing you know so what why does that happen it's because we are constantly and more focused on statistical measurements and and the idea of of no longer that separation okay so then just to recap um a quest is basically to summar to summarize what you're saying and and to use Carl Jung's words is to discover the undiscovered self. Yes. Is that a good way to put it? That's a very good way yeah. to put it. Yeah. It's a going it's exactly on a journey a good way to, to discover that of what we what we don't know. And what we don't know about ourselves. Right. Yeah. And then um so looking at life as a quest is important mm -hmm. because discovering these things about ourselves mm -hmm. okay. it brings about a new uh, it brings about new life. Right. It brings about reason for different perspectives. You know, um, I'll give you an example of of my personal experience, mm -hmm. and I'm and I could only speak from experience, mm -hmm. my personal experiences. Right, I I had to let go of a lot of anger and a lot of um, a lot of things like that, both from from um, growing up. Uh, uh, professionally and, and, and things of that nature. Like, there's a lot of things I've, I feel like I've always, I was over, always overlooked because of who I am. I'm outspoken. I'm a, I'm a passionate. I'm emotional. Um, I, 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 I think about things. I, I want things to be done in a certain way. Mm -hmm. And all those things are, um, were always kind of like, you know, I feel like I was constantly pushing against the wall. So I was angry and, and, and understanding why that anger, um, what's happening inside of me mm -hmm. and then questioning it and going to, to try things to create my own world as difficult as it, as it has been. It's, it's given me a different zest and it's given me like a different, a different perspective of seeing who I am, my short, my, the things that I do need to work on. Um, but also, creating this which which with the with the intention of, of bringing some light into the world so that someone's life might 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 be a, a just a little bit tad better mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. um i have many examples I, I have luckily 
I've had example, examples of individuals that have able to come back to me and say, you know what, thank you for telling me that. Or thank you because when, you know, you always told me this and that and the other. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for that. I'm, I'm lucky to have been in those situations. Like I'm really fortunate. Um, but when you're going through the crap and the shit, you don't really think of any of that. Mm -hmm. But in retrospect, you're like really thankful uh, for that. So that right there, just bringing a little bit of light into the world. Is is um, it's like the beautiful thing about it. You're creating something out of all the muck, okay. you know, and, and and that's the that's kind of like one of the beauties of it all. Okay, okay. So another question that I have, just moving on to the next segment of um, our episode here, are uh -huh. what types of quests can we embark on? Well, you know, because I'm, I'm assuming there are different types of quests. People have different types of quests. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's uh, traditionally, there's, there's the quest of transitioning in the different stages of life, right? And those things, I mean, I don't, I don't think it matters really how young you are. And some people disregard, like, younger people as to, wow, as long as you do this, you'll be fine. So are you saying that really young toddlers can be on a quest? I, I, would, I would say th that quest right there is pretty much set. Okay. You know, it's, so you're talking what I'm what talking age? about primarily adolescence. Okay. Adolescence. Like, like that's the very first quest that you that you can embark on, right? Mm -hmm. Is to figure out who I am independently of what I've been given to this point. Mm -hmm. You know, yes, you've been given certain skills, uh, you've been given certain guidance through your uh, your family, education system and and but that's an identity that has been given to you. Now the first quest is that that quest for for self reliance and self identity. So that's for me personally. I sort of feel like that happened around. I was kind of young. I was like maybe seven or eight because my mom and dad. You know, my time we used to be left home alone. You know, mm -hmm. me and I would be watching my brother who was younger than me. He's gonna say it's on record now. <laughs> Darn, <laughs> um, and. Um, so, so I think that that is a matter of just where well, you're at, right? Because I feel like I was trying to figure out, like I was be given the responsibility of taking care of my brother at a young age. Mm -hmm. And so I was doing things like checking the doors and doing things. And that was my, to be responsible. Yeah. You know what I mean? Is that a quest? Well, that, that is, it is, is that part of it? It's part, it's part of your, it's part of the formational stage, right? Okay. It's right. It's part of that, that, um, that stage in which, you know, that's the camel stage. Mm -hmm so to speak. That's when you get all the instruction. Like, this is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to take care of your brother. And this is how you learn. Mm -hmm. What I mean is a little bit later down in the, in, in life. And it happens. Uh, sometimes it happens within a certain age. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's, it's primarily psychologically okay. that this stuff happens mentally, okay. that this happened and internally, mm -hmm. but it's a point in which you had all these experiences that were thought to you, that were given to you, you know, that idea of responsibility, Mm -hmm. The idea of a study hard, go to school, make sure that you get all this stuff, and, and this will happen. But then it goes to a point in which those rails are taken away. Like a bicycle. Exactly. Yeah. The, the little wheels are taken off. Yeah. And now you have to go out there in the real world, so to speak, mm -hmm. and become an adult. Mm -hmm. and, and and that's the first transition that we, that we embark on. Mm -hmm. And to be able to go out there, be able to be socially mature, to be self, to become more self-aware as to who I am. Not so much in relationship to my my world that was that was somewhat said, but in a world that is not known to me. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and that is the young adult's quest to find their place in the midst of all that. Okay. You know, then you go into the transition of becoming, uh, if you, you know, if you decide that there's as an adult, once you become, once you manifest an adult and you have a sense of identity and that identity will continue to evolve as you go on. But that is the very, the very first quest, right? Uh, you, you establish a particular set of values. Like these are the values that I would live on my life up to this particular point. These are, these are the things that I, that I believe the things that I, that I, that I want and the things that I want primarily, you know, in that age, they're looking for, for freedom, and autonomy um they're looking for a way to be financially independent and secure mm-hmm. you know and that encompasses what career am i going to follow mm-hmm. you know uh do i want to pursue a family so what it, you know the, these are the other quests in which that you are involved now there's the other underlying quest that that or the, the underlying theme that goes amongst all these things is are you aware of the things that you're learning along the way mm-hmm. to evolve in a mental and psychological and spiritual level? Okay. You know, does that answer that question? Well, yeah, it does. You, you talk about um, the, the different stages, the developmental stages that we mm-hmm. in, in, encounter and the, the, you're talking about, okay, these are the, this is sort of when you start to encounter that quest or you start to realize that you're on this quest, right? Mm-hmm. So you're mentally aware of that, right? Mm-hmm. And so you have this awareness, but you're also, what I was talking about is what, what are the types of quests that you go on as an individual? Yeah. There's the one that you talk about. I think you talked about it before where you say that we have ones that we, we choose to go on. Yes. And then we have the ones that are chosen for us. Yeah. So there's this thing, right? Uh, um, uh, and again, it's like a lot of this stuff is is part of the hero's hero's journey, Joseph Campbell, and it's the serendipitous adventure, right? Mm-hmm. And that things just happen, and we just go along with it. And then as we go along, it's kind of like in tarot, it's kind of like the fool's journey that you just go along willy nilly and just see what happens and what transpires mm-hmm. in life, you know. Right. Um, so that's in, from a, from a, from a standpoint, that's one sort of quest in which you just. Throw caution to the wind and just see kind of like what happens. happens, And then there's the other ones in which you consciously go into, you know, um, again, to give you an example, I just mentioned about adulting. Most of us, when, when we leave our house Mm -hmm. and we want that, uh, that thing, we're just kind of like willy nilly, just kind of like, just kind of just going with it. Um, but then when we decide to go for a particular profession or we pick a path, then we're consciously going that way. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's those two you choose. Let's say, for instance, you go into the military, right? That's that's a a it's a quest, and he has a certain path, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's a valid that's a valid quest. That's a valid thing. You're servicing something other than yourself, mm-hmm. you know. So there's there's those different types, and and the overall arc in quest. In in, in 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 those you know again you quest for identity adulthood mm-hmm. you quest for a profession yeah. a way for to become uh, self-reliant mm-hmm. and mature mm-hmm. you know you quest for self-actualizing which we that's a big different topic even in and of itself because that is the ultimate quest self-actualizing but that doesn't happen it's not like setting a goal it's something that you're constantly learning mm-hmm. and improving along the way yeah. The cyclical part of our lives are our birth, youth, 
adolescence, adulthood, maturity, and and death. Those are things that are common about amongst us. That's something that we cannot escape. You know, mm -hmm. it's just a, the cyclical nature of life. The quest is understanding those transitions, which most of us do not. We take those. We do those transitions happen to us really, for us completely unawares of it. Mm -hmm. So the idea is to embark on that quest consciously. Mm -hmm. and understand the, the different stages and understand how we do that. And by doing that, we self-actualize. So becoming present, so being present. Being present. I mean, like how we, because we don't ever, you just said it, we don't ever self-actualize. Yeah. We're always in the process, we're always in flux, right? So you're saying to live each day then mm -hmm. and be present in each moment and be aware and conscious of what we're doing, what how we're acting, how we're behaving. And yeah. it's almost like talking about emotional intelligence. It is. That's exactly what well, it is. This term's emotional intelligence, mm -hmm. the whole the whole mental move mental health movement, mm -hmm. these things are not they're they're just regard just they're just repackaged concepts of what religions were supposed to be, of what mythologies were supposed to be. Religions have done a shitty job at really understanding what well, I, I really presenting what these stages are. Yeah. And okay. Yeah. And, I can, and, I can see and, that. And, 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 and uh, allowing people the, the understanding to transition to right. that with a vitality of, 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 of beauty, you know, of that of fear, mm -hmm. you know, because you embark on these things and it's like you, when, when you, when you, when you go on this, you start really understanding things about yourself that you have a dark side, mm -hmm. you know, that you have, both uh both you have opposites you got a both a feminine and a masculine side side of you you know and everybody thinks about it, it's like i don't you know what, that, what the hell does that mean it's not you know positive you know feminine masculine all that stuff is just it's just two sides of the same coin you know, all these things, but these things are inside of us. And as you go on your quest, you start discovering them. You start understanding that. You start integrating that into your life. And your life becomes richer because of it. And consequently, like that drop in the ocean, because you're living from that point, then in anything that you do in the physical realm, because we live in a physical reality, we live in a world, yeah. you know, yeah. then your life becomes more fulfilling. Right. And it becomes more... So that's the solution, basically. Yeah, that's looking at life as a quest, and 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 being curious, mm -hmm. and being aware of all these different energies inside of us, mm -hmm. and outside of us, and and outside of us, like makes life much better. Mm -hmm. But now you're measuring how. Do, but the question is, and this is the problem, and kind of like alluded in question one, is that, okay, how do we measure that? Because I know some smart-ass smart -ass person is going to be out there. It's like, but I can't measure that. I don't know how to measure that. What's the data? What does the data say? What do, how, do, how, do I, how do I know? It's like, if, if I think like this and all that kind of stuff, I'm not going to have money. I'm not going to have all this. and that. It's, yeah, that's the thing that you have to work out for yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. but this goes back to the part of the discover so because if we start thinking like that, you know, mm -hmm. that's a very one sided mentality. It's a completely one sided mm -hmm. mentality. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. I think you close yourself off to the possibilities that are um available to you or the opportunities that are available. You know, you when you have that closed minded affect, you you're not gonna get things that you could or you're not gonna attract things that you could 
potentially experience that are beautiful exactly. things. And I think that's what you're trying to say. Yep. So just to recap this mm-hmm. segment, then I'm going to ask you sort of a question. So I just want you to finish what my mm-hmm. sentence is. Okay. So by knowing the stages and clarifying our human developmental stage, we could. We could bring access to life, a curiosity, um, live with, live like a young child that is always curious about what's next about the possibilities of what could be right living from that standpoint you know not living in the matrix not yes not living in the matrix (laughs) i like just because i just you know that's what it is that's what we're we just go it's monotony Mm -hmm. it's like you said the hamster wheel we just Mm -hmm. do things where it's very monotonous we just do things we don't even think about we talked about this in season one I was telling you about how I drive to work Mm -hmm. and I literally get to work and I'm like, I don't even remember how I got here. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, that's what you're saying. But here's the thing, right? And, and, and just to kind of like close this segment, you mentioned the matrix, right? And in the new make matrix resurrections, the analyst, uh, kind of like states why the matrix is so powerful and why it works so well. And it's because he understood and the society understands this, that as long as you keep people between desire and fear, yeah. they're content. They're, yeah, you're right. Because once you go past desire and fear and everything becomes unknown and you don't know what the outcome 100% is going to be like and, and projections and, and, and quantitative analysis and, and all that's this. the control part of us, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That yeah. is like us completely trying to control everything. So then what happens is that because we're between, between this thing right here, there's no new vitality in the world. There's no newness. There's, it's just the same old stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's good. So let's move on to the next segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, my question to you is what if I'm presented with, or I embark on a, or I'm presented with a situation, right? How do I, what's the, what do I, how do I go about following that quest? Because every situation that we're presented with is a quest, right? Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, that's what it is. Yeah. So what's, what's the process? Give me a, like a a layout. I know you're talking about numbers and statistics and whatever. I don't want to be like specific, but there is a process to following your quest or mm-hmm. embarking on the quest. So yeah. what is that? I mean, the the one example, and this is one that I was lucky enough to come across and, and still I'm, I'm learning it, you know, um, because there's so many examples of it. But the one that I've come close to is the hero's journey, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I have Joseph Campbell. And, and the idea of of either something happens to you that that forces you to go out on this journey right so for instance you know um death comes to our life unexpectedly people that we love and they come and go mm-hmm. um that is a quest in and of itself to find what is the meaning of life if this person is gone we actually um you just made me remember um Terry Stone's interview in season Correct. one. That was a prime example because she met that um, that reality reality at a young age. Yes, and she lost her husband sadly, uh-huh. and she literally shared about how she had to reinvent herself, exactly. so to speak. Even though she was completely happy and 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 it was a no beautiful fault. life, nothing was wrong. Yep, she had to like, okay, I have two children now. I need to 
what am I going to, I got to continue to live. This is what mm-hmm. he would want from, you know what I mean? Yeah. Is that what you're, that's exactly that's it. Perfect so example. again, and that's a perfect example because we think, uh, 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 the way that the hero's journey is portrayed is portrayed primarily in movies and primarily in storytelling. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but we see that in the big screen, but then we don't see it. How does that manifest in my life? And that's exactly how we manifest. You go, Sometimes you got somebody there to help you through the process. Uh, sometimes it's a physical individual. Sometimes it's just, you know, uh, uh, internal internal emotions. And then you go into the abyss and you go into the darkness and you go into all those all that mug that is there. Some people don't make it out of that. They stay there. They get stuck in that. Mm-hmm. Others come out of it on the other side. And are able to come to life with a new perspective, a new appreciation of life, a new way of looking at what they do in the world with the appreciation of, of wow, life is, life is finite. And at this moment, right, and this is the beauty of the hero's quest, right? Because a lot of people look at the hero's quest and they always think that the hero always becomes triumphant. And that's not the case. Um, if you read the hero with a thousand faces, you start seeing that there, the hero does become uh, a life, becomes back to life, reaffirming life, and bringing it with something new. Or the hero becomes the villain, right? A lot of people don't like the uh, Star Wars episodes one, two, and three. Those are my favorite by Those far. Those are the best, I think. Yeah. They're, I, they're, I, I could understand why people yeah, don't just like gonna it. I was going to say that, yeah. I get why, but those are my three favorites because it shows how a messiah, a kid comes from uh, from uh, a virgin, right? The one that was touted as the the savior and was built up as that, eventually became the villain, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that's a that's a story that happens off to all too often but we don't think that it happens but it happens on a regular basis and constantly it happens in our education system and i see it for i seen it firsthand it happens in corporations people that achieved grand 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 things amazing things but then they become the oppressors of other people yeah oh yeah you know and there's people that have been given hands and help to get to a different level mm-hmm. But then, then they refuse to, to do that. Yeah. And then they start exalting their greatness. Mm-hmm. You know, like we see that all too often in our world. But we think of it, oh, that's just in the movie. No, this is what happens oh, in real, real life. life. Yeah, definitely. Real life. You know, so the idea is that understanding that, understanding that the hero cycle, understanding the fact that even though uh, that quest, that transition of going uh, and going and and, and and seeing all those things, it may not happen precisely. There are like there are about seventy different portions of a hero's journey, um, but it may not happen in the ex- the exact same way. But it's just a cyclical thing, you know. The one that is more appealing to me, and the one that I see kind of like day in and day out, that it has nothing to do with movie, is that one that I mentioned about. You you see it all the time, you know the kid or the young person that is always exalted. Oh, you're great. You're great. You're great. Oh, you're super smart. Oh, you do this and all that kind of stuff. And then, uh, he, they forget that the reason why they achieve what they have achieved is because someone was there to give them a hand. Mm. I've seen it and I lifted it and I seen it with my own hands. 
in, in, in my own eyes as to having seen someone almost destitute and confused in their lives have someone helped them up to really just backstab people in the back and just for their own self-aggrandizement and and that's something that that what it what it shows is not that you could judge that and say, "Oh, that person's evil," and that and I wouldn't say that. I would say that person is unaware. Yeah, you know, yeah. The, of of. Well, I think that people in those situations don't realize that they're so like non, they're so like not conscious of what's happening mm-hmm. that they don't realize that somebody extended a hand to help you to mm-hmm. the stage, and then they get into that position, whatever that position is or status or whatnot, and they just forget. Yeah. You know, and then sort of leave. Well, that. because you think that 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 is you, right? You yeah. know, in a part, and a in a part of it is you have done that. I mean, you see it in pro- professional people, people that have high. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't generalize, but there's a big segment of the education of people that have high degrees that have achieved great. I mean, it's not easy to go and get a four six year degree. No, and, and, and not. it's not, you know, and and they're they're intellectually gifted and they're 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 very smart in but they tend to look down upon somebody that hasn't achieved that. Mm-hmm. You know, um I know there's people that have achieved great financial success and again it, it, there is something to say about their efforts. I'm not disputing that. Mm-hmm. But again, like I have said before, their fate has a role to pay, play in a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And just because you have achieved that um, doesn't make you superior. That's been the history of our li- of our societies over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's been someone that, that has achieved some great, great things and has accomplished or, or, or led people mm-hmm. to great, great things to turn around and destroy lives and destroy things. Mm-hmm. And that's an energy that is inside of us. So the hero's journey gives us those roadmaps, gives us those 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 uh, caution signs, gives us that idea to kind of like follow. Uh, I like to talk more about it in the simpler, realistic terms. But if people if people go on YouTube, you could actually there's a lot of a lot of great YouTubers that talk about the hero's quest, the hero's journey. Uh, and a lot of information that it talks about the hero's journey. My perspective on it is that it is not only meant for storytelling. It is really the, it's really to me in the way that I've used it in my life, it's really the the ultimate self-help. It's like a lived experience. It's it, like a real thing. It's a lived experience. It's But you have to be able to be cognizant enough to, to, to be an aware enough to, to understand that that's what you're going through too. Yeah, right? it is. So, um, you sort of touched on this, but to um, basically just recap this segment. So understanding the stages of that quest uh-huh. can. Can put you on a path that is uniquely yours. Mm-hmm. Right. And it get, it'll give you, if you're open to it, it will give you insights on many different things, you know? And again, I can't give you for certain what is going to happen. And nobody, I mean, anybody that tells you, if you do this, this is what's going to happen. It's not because you'll discover so many things about yourself, about the beauty of the world, the universe. You know, there's so much to discover and to 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 give you this is what's going to happen at the end. 
is going to be too simple. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think you. I think that at the end of the quest, right, there is, and I and I think that I'm seeing you're seeing it now in science, is that there is certain realizations that come about, you know, about opposing energies, mm-hmm. right. And those opposing opposing energies or those, you know, are on the outside in their physical world, in the universe, but they're also internally because we are we are a microcosm of the universe. So all that is inside of us too. So those dual forces are not to be like split up and separated. It's supposed to be integrated, you know? And and those are the things that you'll discover. That's one of the many things that you'll discover as you go into the journey, you know. And, and, and so you're and, learning about the, so you're so you're learning about the dark side of you and your yeah. dark nature, mm-hmm. and also the the good things that make you vulnerable and mm-hmm. humbled and things. Like, is that what you're exactly? To? Yeah, and it's, it's and you shouldn't discard those things. You should embrace them and sort of understand them. Understand them, yeah. And then what do you do with that? It, it's like creating a ba- it's, it's 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 like creating a dance, mm-hmm. and out of that dance, that's where like creativity and beauty mm-hmm. and, and and those things kind of come from. Mm-hmm. You know, do you think that when people discover that they have and this isn't part of the questioning, but I'm just curious that when people discover that they have this dark, the shadow, right, because that's what we call Mm -hmm. it, the shadow, um, because all of us have it, period. No, nobody's free from that. Right. Um, That they feel like, oh, man, like, how do I how do I how do I deal with this? You know, like, Mm -hmm. how do you come to a place where you, you create this dance and this sort of like. Um, coming together of this is my dark side. I understand it. Yeah, and this is what I have, and this is my balance. Like, how do you how do you do that? How do you create that balance? Well, first you got to ex- uh, 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 at um admit, you know, um, and it is not as simple as say, well, I'm a sinner. No. You know, that's like a very simple way to look at it, and it's like, a very I have a tendency to do this when I'm with somebody, and mm-hmm. I put off this negative. Mm-hmm. vibe or you know and i really need to then that's really not cool or is mm-hmm. that i mean that's really simple but, but it's self-awareness it's, on that part that's okay. i mean that it's exactly it that's just being aware of who you are yeah. and then be able to mitigate that right. and understand that sometimes you do have to be you know assertive or or or, or use that energy mm-hmm. and and sometimes you, you and you have to kind of like balance it out you know so that's the dance that's the dance right. it's being able to figure out and sometimes it, it, it works itself out okay and sometimes it doesn't work out itself right. okay yeah you know and we had a conversation with somebody in our in season one i'm referring to season one because we talked to so many great people and one of those people had basically she had said you know i have a really hard i'm a i, I like to do this i like to for people she extends herself to the max right mm-hmm. to the point where she's like i have to learn how to say no yes that's recognized so that's a good example for yeah. Yeah. that's so, recognizing that no is not a bad word mm-hmm. right i mean I, i'll give you an example of of young people particularly now because of the, the music you know i mean we grew up with music in the 90s which i think was one of the best eras of music altogether ever you know 60s 70s 80s i mean after the 90s i don't know what happened personally I'm just speaking that personally. Is that is my opinion that personally, right? <laughs> um, but if I, when I'm looking at the uh, at, at music right now, right, I'm I'm seeing a music that is very. It reminds me of Dionys, Dionys, Dionysus, right? He's one of the gods that he is just about. He is just about 
just raw, just raw energy, sexual energy, just raw, you know, and 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 debauchery and 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 hedon, hedonism and all that stuff. That's like the energy that you see in 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 our in our mu music culture right now, <laughs> and a lot of people criticize it, you know, and 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 I understand why it's criticized. But he's also saying something. What is lacking in our integration of that energy into our world? You know, that that everything that is on our media, it's like and on our music is really one sided. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's primarily either either a quasi love or lust, mm -hmm. you know. It's a reflection of the lack of integration that we have within ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I, it's just my hypothesis. I don't know yeah. if this is right or this is wrong. No, but what I see that as, as a society, that's, it, you know, it, it's really in that, in that direction. Mm -hmm. but, it's a, but, that, but what does that mean is that with the pendulum is, swing, it, it's, it's swinging in a certain way, you know, be, and, but also if we swing it on the other way but it becomes super conservative super mm -hmm. or orthodox then it becomes problematic yeah, so the balance. so it's like the balance mm -hmm. that needs to happen mm -hmm. because you do need that those urges and impulses mm -hmm. are they need their time and their place mm -hmm. it, but there there is important to be able to understand what what how to do that in a way that is creative and productive right and doesn't sabotage your life or exactly. the things that you're trying to do. Yes, that's what exactly. Happens. People go off the deep end and they sort of just like, I'm just all in. And it causes in. a lot of pain, you a know? A lot of pain. It, you hurt other people. You hurt yes. yourself. And mm -hmm. more importantly, so yeah. So that yeah, so when it, when it comes to that, I don't know if I answered your questions that you I did. rambled on. You did. No, no, you rambled, but it was a good ramble, but we're going to go on to the next So what was the question now. again? It was, I just want to make sure that I answer that line. So by understanding. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> so by understanding the stages of our quest, uh -huh. we can... You could, and you answered that question. Yeah, we could. Yeah. We could integrate we a balance. We create. We, we we integrate the opposites of our world individually as the drop in the ocean, and then consequently, we could do that as the ocean itself. Exactly. Yeah. Together. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Okay. So next, how do I know that I'm ready for a quest? Okay, this is the part that's very interesting because it's sometimes not logical. Mm. It's emotional. Yeah. Like your emotions. Those are like. When you, you when you go to a stage in which nothing makes sense, you know, typically this is kind of like qualified, I think, as depression, you know, and all that stuff. You know, yes, there are chemical imbalances in your in your in your in your world. Um, I've been through that, so I understand it. But a lot of it also has to do with your what's happening internally. Mm -hmm. There's a disconnect. There is a void mm -hmm. that you feel. You know, there is like, oh, my God, something's not right. I just don't understand it. You know, um, I think that that the therapy that I've been to, they're trying to logically make sense out of it. And it just doesn't work like that. Mm -hmm. You know, um, that's like the 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 triggers, right? Those emotions, those that stuff. The, you know that that you feel that there's a, there's a certain void that's my experience with it i mean there's other there's, there's other people that 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 boredom i'm bored mm -hmm. 
you know, I need to do something with my life. I need to do something with my life. The routine that just feels like, oh my mundane. God, mundane. Those are signs that you're ready to embark on something else, mm-hmm. you know? And at that point, then you have to question yourself and, and see if you are, again, mm-hmm. desire and fear. Mm-hmm. Are you afraid of losing what you have? Mm-hmm. Right? And your desire to be safe is are those two forces stronger than your than your impulse to change your current situation? Mm-hmm. You know? And I think sometimes I think what people may get from our conversation and I, I want to make sure that we um convey the message is that it could be something as simple as I'm just bored and I need to change up. I need to go out and socialize more. Yeah. I need to like experience going to eat at a restaurant by myself and, and yep. integrate this more into my life. And what will I discover when I do that? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or go into nature and explore that. And, and it, it really is that simple. Yeah. I mean, it's like, uh, it's not this fundamental, Oh my God, like scientific, like, there's elements of that. Yeah. But I think that when we're, what we're talking about is something that is so simple. It could be, we, we decided that, you know, we don't want to watch TV every single day. Mm-hmm. We need to stop watching TV. You know, we, we don't, we don't watch any crazy TV, but we watch like documentaries and nature shows and we watch things <laughs> like that. We do watch insecure cause you know, I like my Isa, but, um, but we decided that even though we're watching things that are, are, uh, in a lot of ways, educational, we knew that there's a lot of other things that we could be doing with our time, reading, mm-hmm. journaling, meditating, spending time together, mm-hmm. um, spending time apart, reading, doing a, uh, yeah, I just said that. So oh, that's, that's what I'm sorry. saying. <laughs> yeah. You're not paying attention. To me. I am. I'm a, so, <laughs> so I feel like just that change is embarking on a different quest yep. for you and I. And and again, that's, that's, I'm glad that you brought that up because everybody th- has, we have this sense of grandeur mm-hmm. when it comes to these things. Like it has to be something that is like, yes. bah, yeah. like blowing up. Yeah. It's like most of the most, most of the insights and the things that you have are like, it's in those little moments. It's in the, it's like, it's like little glimpses of things, you know, but think about that. Right. Cause I always had a, I, I, I used to go out like on vacation by myself mm-hmm. before we got married. I used to go to the movies by myself and people was like, yes, you're weird, yeah, you're you know, weirdo. but because we we are afraid of that stigma of if we try to do something that is completely outside of the outside of the norm, are we going to be judged? Mm-hmm. Are we going to be typecast? Mm-hmm. Are we going to be looked at as outsiders? Yeah. That's the fear. Yeah. The fear is that we know what we want mm-hmm. and we know what we need to do and we know that I'm going to feel better if I do this. Mm-hmm. But, but be- I, you know, this is also speaking to the people that would say, I would never go to a restaurant by myself. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. And like, why do people feel like, oh my God, I would never do that. Like, is that, does, is that telling them that that's just not for you then? That's just, that you don't need to do that. You know, is that. I mean, why, why if, if that's something that you want to do, but you're afraid Mm -hmm. see i did it for the first time Uh and all of the feelings i did it years and years ago i went to a movie by myself Mm -hmm. because i'm 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 off on fridays you know in the summer so lucky to have fridays off in the summer and i was like you know what 
I'm going to take advantage. You were working. And I was like, I'm going to take advantage of my time and start doing things that I want to do. I've never went to the beach by myself. I would Mm -hmm. go with friends, went to the beach by myself, read a book, listen to music, relax, walked on the beach by myself, went to a movie by myself. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I've eaten by myself. And it is weird to eat by yourself because you're just like, okay, you know, Mm -hmm. feel like I should be talking to somebody. But getting that the experiences that I had were fulfilling. Yeah. It was like, I did that. I felt good. I watched this movie by myself. That's good. My, you would never have gone to see the girl movie I went to see anyways. No. So I went by myself. Yeah. <laughs> Emphatic. No. But I mean, it was liberating to do that. I got popcorn. I got like uh-huh. raisinets. You know, I had some water. I mean, I was like enjoying myself. Yeah. But not everybody wants to do that. And in fact, they frown on somebody who would do that. Like I would never go to the movies by myself. Why yeah. would I do that? That's crazy. Yeah. But it, I mean, but your job as an individual, that if, if there's something that you would like to try or explore, mm-hmm. not to be bombed down by that. Because remember, the quest is uniquely yours. Mm-hmm. A soul's quest is uniquely your quest. Mm-hmm. All this stuff that we're talking about is uniquely yours. Mm-hmm. So when something is uniquely yours, there is an aspect of solitude and an aspect of loneliness that you have to be able to accept and confront, mitigate and overcome. Yeah. Because if not, you are going to be at the whim of the things that have been dictated for you. Mm -hmm. That is weird that you do something by yourself. That is weird. You know who gets this a lot? Men. Men don't like to read. Uh-huh. Because we are like that's stupid. <laughs> a lot of men are afraid, like you know, particularly where I came from. You know, a lot of people never read. Right. You know, men men, in, mm-hmm. men particularly because that's like, oh, you nerd, you're a nerd. That's weird. You know. But it, it is important to read. It's important to write. It is important to be able to do those things. You know, to be able to vocalize the things that you're feeling inside. Mm-hmm. And 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 you and and culturally, there's there there's things that go with that. But again, it's like if you are too bound by your culture, and it's and cultures are are good because it give it gives us an aspect of identity, mm-hmm. but also very constricting. Yeah. Because if you don't break out of that, you don't see what else you could discover about yourself. Right. It's good to experience other cultures. Yeah. You know. But but again, if your culture is too strong, and you're too bound to it. Mm-hmm. And you don't break out of that culture, mm-hmm. then you, that's it. That's all you are. That's what I'm saying. So, you know, to say that, you know, it's experience, like we go and experience other cultures and how people live and want to, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that that's, it gives, it, a, different it gives a different perspective. Yeah, yeah. You can appreciate how other people live. And I think that's unique, you mm-hmm. know, and then it's an experience for the individual that you really can't take away from that person, which I yeah. think is cool. So basically what you're saying is that we need to be able to listen to our, our emotions, emotions, listen to mm-hmm. the, the feelings that we're getting. And that will dictate when it's time for us to go on a yep. quest. And that and, just, yep. and then when it starts now, where would you start? That's the question. Yeah. And what do you do? That's another question. And these are things that we'll talk about throughout mm-hmm. the season and yeah. throughout our episodes moving forward. We'll talk about what to do and and, and how to navigate. Or to at least started. take the experiences from other people in terms of how they navigate exactly. it. Because I don't think there's really any regimented way in how you do a quest. No. But there, there are people who have experienced it, ourselves included. 
and are still can experiencing. Oh yeah, always. It, this is an an all. This is constant, a quest right, right now. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And how did we overcome? And how did we confront those things? And, and that's why it's important to listen to other people's stories, yeah. to read books that have a, a significance because you know it, it, uh, our kids are thought to read books for the purpose of understanding the information understanding the understanding the literature uh aspects of it um the components of it you know the grammar the grammar of it all and sometimes it's it they don't the message and the meaning of it gets completely disregarded yeah. and 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 the, the the point of literature and the point of 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 of, of the books that you read is because there is something there for you to take and apply it into your life personal lives yeah you know okay. and, and and seeing and any good book mm-hmm. right any good book from um uh, philosophy to myth it's like when you read it you see your you see you should see yourself in it yeah you know yeah or or that per, or, or whoever is writing it be able to evoke you the emotions you know, in there that you feel in your life and then you could apply a new perspective into your life, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Okay. So you basically have answered this question to sort of finalize this segment, but basically by listening to our intuition Mm -hmm. and our emotions, we can. We could begin to create a a path. That's the beginning. We created a path and that's somewhat like the starting point. That is what Joseph Campbell will call the call to the adventure. That's the starting point. Okay, the call to the adventure. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So for those of us who are wondering now, what what lies at the end of our quest? Mm, that is a ver- that's a that's a question that's pretty cool i think really? you know yeah i find it fascinating <laughs> i'm intrigued <laughs> because you know i was listening to um neil degrasse tyson being interviewed by by bill moyers um uh, from pbs the other day right and he was talking uh, bill moyers asked him you know what is the question that keeps you up at night right and he's like i don't have that answer because I don't have that question because even though even I could come up with a question, but I know there was another question after that question. So he's like, I don't even. So it was like he's like he doesn't have an answer to it to that question because there's a couple of things that we have discovered as as, as a as a collective mm-hmm. conscious that we've gone along right. Number one, that what is above is below so in essence we are manifestations of the cosmos of the universe of the divine the 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 self whatever we are a manifestation of that it's been proven scientifically that we are made of star stuff so to speak you know and our world is made of that so one of the realizations that an individual will inevitably arrive at is that the person next to you, the, the the things that are around you are all part of the whole. So the good and the bad and everything, it's part of the same thing. You know, we share, uh, I think is um, uh, individual human beings, the, 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 I said, I said 99.9 one time, but I don't know. I don't think that's accurate, mm-hmm. but we human beings 
share most of the same DNA. I think what changes is just very small variations. We share a lot of, um, uh, I think it's 92, 95% the same DNA as our closest uh, uh, family animals, which are primates and all that stuff. So the first thing that you realize is that oneness of everything. You know, there is an interconnectedness of, of everything. You know, my actions and the way that I choose to treat someone will have an effect either temporarily or later. You know, how I choose to interact with someone has an effect. I may not see it right away, but it, but it does, you know, uh, either a, a, a kindness or, or, or a violence. Those things have a repercussion somewhere down the line. Even though, even even if we don't see it, so one of the things that you realize is that there's a lot of we're interconnected, you know. Um, it's that's like a butterfly effect almost. Was well, what you're saying yeah that that our actions have an effect on something else. Yeah, yeah that's one thing that you recognize. Mm-hmm. Then uh, something else in the more you know that's in the big in the big picture mm-hmm. in the micro right. You start recognizing that. Uh, on an individual self, you have you you start recognizing that you live in two worlds. You know, you have your conscious self, your ego, right? I mean, the everybody always says that the ego is a bad thing. The ego is not a bad thing. You know, what the ego is is the things that you are conscious of within yourself, right? And the idea of the ego. Uh, the, pur- the the purpose of the ego or, or the purpose of the, the the totality of of the self the conscious and the subconscious is to bring as many things to, to merge the subconscious and the conscious as much as possible but that's what the self is you know to have a balance between the things that you know and manifest on a regular basis and the subconscious things that you don't know mm-hmm. you know and bring and, and create a bridge between those two. Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing that you start realizing that you are more than what you have been programmed to believe and structured to believe. Mm-hmm. And when you begin to see that and when you begin to to understand that, then you begin to really say, okay, I'm going to try to do something different. I'm going to try to go this way. Understanding that, uh, that, that, that this is what it is right now, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have to be like that, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So you start learning these things about 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 yourself. So, in to answer your question, in the spectrum, in the in the individual self, you, you start seeing that there's two aspects of you, in many senses, mm-hmm. and you begin to integrate that, and you be, you live accordingly to. If you begin to live accordingly, there's going to be you know things will begin to develop, and then the other part is the oneness of it all, you know, mm-hmm. like the interconnectedness of it all. And then there's more after that. I don't know what else it is. I'm, you know, everybody I think is trying to go in that direction. I don't know about different dimensions and things like that. There's people that talk about all that stuff. I don't want it. I personally, I'm I, I'm not at that stage. I'm I'm. Because my mind is simple, I'm really concerned about integrating the things that I know. Your mind is simple. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, integrating because or, or, or who we want to talk to are the people that are just trying to inter- understand this on their on the on this on the level that they're at, 
and kind of like beginning to make more sense of their life. If that's something that you would like to discover more, there's all kinds of stuff out there that talks about the interdimensions. But I like things like uh, 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 um, astronomy, which shows like, wow, look at we found this same materials and stuff out there and it's in here in our in ourselves and 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 the idea that energy never dies so therefore we don't really our physical forms die but the energy you can't destroy energy and you can't create it you know so it's just interesting stuff you know and those are the this is what scientists are doing and should be doing um but I do have a problem with prob- the the science of probability as it applies to human beings. That's always been like my thing. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't mind, you know, probability being attached to like the markets. But when it comes to individuals, when it comes to to telling a person from 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 the hood, well, you because you don't have a dad, you're more than likely probably to do that. Probably not going to make it. You're probably not going to make it. Well, you know what? Do you have a high possibility of doing that? It's like don't. Don't do that. Yeah. It's like what you're doing is that you're creating a limiting belief on individuals. Mm-hmm. It's like, yes, shit has been bad. Things haven't been the greatest. Yes, it's ideal that you have all these well, two parents, uh, a good education system, but that doesn't mean yeah. that there's not more. There's no more to you right. than just this, that yeah. you do have the capability. So what if you don't go to a Harvard or Yale or, or an Ivy League? Uh, so what if you don't get a specific degree, um, or 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 become a, or follow a specific path? Mm-hmm. You know, we we need to create a world in which there are other possibilities as well, and that's only comes from individuals. So then, basically, what I'm getting from what you're telling me is that we need to be able to be conscious enough or self-aware enough to understand that we're a part of this system, this collective, this whole, right? Mm-hmm. And that um, just to sort of recap everything that we've talked about today is that uh, a quest is something that is a constant. You're always doing it. It's it's never and it's a never ending cycle that you mm-hmm. go through. And that um, even upon you're ceasing to, you know, your last breath on the planet, you still have this energy that continues and exists because you can't get rid of energy. It just continues and Mm -hmm. exists. Right. Mm -hmm. And so what we need to do is we need to choose and we need to decide how we choose the quest that's going to impact our lives. And, and, and And that's, (laughs) you brought me back to like the matrix. Well, that's a problem, right? Free will. Yeah. Yeah. We choose. We choose. We choose, and and you know we 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 earn we a lot of the times I I, I end some post and some things with the choice is yours mm-hmm. at the bottom right because it ultimately is mm-hmm. you know it, it's it's it ultimately is yeah. I'm not gonna tell you that you know from my experience and 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 and, and living introspectively and thinking like that it hasn't always been easy mm. it's not easy right now you know I've, i it's not easy right now it's not easy to really be alone when you when you're hurt and you're confronting things and 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 and, and overcoming the the ideas of like failure and success or lack thereof and and 
you know, and it's like, oh my God, I'm this age, and I, I, according to society, I should have been here. Oh my God, it's like everywhere I go, I'm not really, I, I really don't fit in. You know, it's like it's hard to confront those things, and but if you do confront it, and you realize, wow, you know, the the truth is that I got to create something that's uniquely mine mm-hmm. and and again that brings fear because oh what that what if it doesn't work what if what if a soul squats gets stuck and nobody ever listens to this then what mm-hmm. you know then is my life is over and there's that possibility so then there's always a possibility of course right so then you start thinking okay then 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 what do you do and again but I, that's that's the quest that is the quest is going on the quest experiencing something and then coming to a conclusion that is either this is this is something that I want to continue or this is something that I need to uh, uh, I need maybe to, that, maybe maybe I need to go in a different direction in a different direction but there's nothing wrong with that it's mm-hmm. being aware enough to understand that okay you know what yeah it's time for me to do something different or uh, I need to take this to a different level or on this avenue rather than this mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that but a lot of people look at that as failure and mm-hmm. a lot of people look at that as, oh, I'm a nobody. I, I'm never going to be successful. I'm not making any money. And those pressures come from outside of us. Right. That exp- again, that goes back to our social conditioning and the way that 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 people have made us feel when we were growing up. And and again, those people are they 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 seemed because they're in a position of authority. I mean, this is that's a perfect example right there. Remember, you know, this is one of the things that that you hear all the time when when, when teachers tell kids you're not going to amount to anything. Mm-hmm. You know, that really is deep and, and 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 tough because you're in a position of authority. Yeah. You're in a position of power and mm-hmm. granted, you have gone on your quest, right? You chose a path. You're successful in that path. You have arrived at where you are because of hard work, because of your dedication, mm-hmm. because of of your God given your your universe given talent of your faculty of whatever. But when you fail to realize the role of the unknown in your quest to arrive at that point in your effort. But you choose to treat somebody like that. That power right there, it's insignificant when you do it. Of course. It doesn't mean anything to you. Ugh, you're never going to, you know, because they're doing it out of frustration. But that right there has the power to propel someone in one direction or on another. Mm-hmm. Words. Ah, and your actions, powerful. they're your very actions, powerful. Yeah. I think more more words than actions, personally. I think that words can be destructive and they can like you said they can propel somebody into one they there's a fork in the road for everybody one this way Mm -hmm. or that way and one could lead them down this path who knows they might be successful anyways on this path or this path you know either path yeah but yet we we exercise a lot of a lot of power over other people Mm -hmm. you know that we don't realize that we have and that's i think the level of awareness and and the the consciousness that you are trying to um and that's what you they yeah and that's what you developed Mm -hmm. and you're fine along the way and in the quest you know because again there's a lot of poetry in the self-help industry in religions there's a lot of poetry right that that and it has its place i get it Mm -hmm. 
but the simplicity of it all is that it's not just simply as say just be kind mm-hmm. be kind okay what the fuck does that mean mm-hmm. you be kind okay but why mm-hmm. and like what is the thing what is the what's the what's the wh- why mm-hmm. why do i have to be that's a very existentialist thing to say right because when you're when you are someone that understands that the world means nothing or to you is nothing and so there's no purpose of this whatever why do i have to do that i worked hard so i deserve what i got yeah and to an extent you're right you worked hard but again is if you really are in a journey and you really understand that you overcame obstacles and you had challenges and it was tough you know and 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 it was challenging and it was difficult for you those things are they what they'll do is that they'll make you feel like you're superior oh my god look at what a great boy am i i am or it will give you like the compassion to say holy shit if that was hard for me could you imagine how hard it is to somebody else mm-hmm. yeah that's a that's really it. really really great way to end this whole thing because we need to wrap it up b <laughs> just saying <laughs> no if you like this episode, you can check it out and all of our other episodes on our YouTube channel at A Soul's Quest. Make sure you like it, subscribe, share, and you can also find out more about what we're doing at asoulsquest.com. Mm-hmm.